I've decided I'm going to get the snip. Yeah. So I put myself a consultation with a, a specialist next month. Excellent. And I've, I've just had the, the letter through. And the very first line says, this is for the procedure as well as your consultation. So, okay. Oh. Well, that's set in stone then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had absolutely zero issues of mine. Full stop. Anyway, enough about our genitalia. Let's start the show. <laughs> this is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Oh dear. Well, I, I, I washed my hair this morning, John, and it's all gone like really sleek and fluffy and like clean and like I just feel like I'm, you know, from a L'Oreal ad. You're, you're kind of rocking a Beatles look. It wasn't intentional and it will be changing as soon as I can get it off. Every show we start with our hair. I mean, mine is just an absolute mess at the moment. <laughs> The haircut and the snip. Just do it all. Well, you see me as you're here, mate, and you've got, you've got the uh, clippers. Let's just get on with it, yeah? Yeah. All in one, yeah. Fine. <laughs> you do know, know you're going to have to back, sack and crack wax yourself, aren't you? No, it says not to. Six years ago, I was told to shave my nutsack. So I did. Is are, we not... keeping, are we keeping that bit in as the introduction? Oh, you can keep that in. Everybody knows about my nutsack. It's fine. And cut for the radio edit. Welcome to the Sheer Isolation Show. Thank you for joining us. We would just started off. No, normally I accuse Kieran of, of being like on edge and, and being a whirling dervish of Tasmanian devil mentalness. But I think we're both there this week, which is unusual for me. I don't know. You I feel, more so than I'm me, pumped. I think. I'm pumped, Kieran. You are pumped. Anyway, point of this show is to promote the local music scene uh, across the West. So uh, we will do that or we will endeavour to do that as always. Uh, track from Jess Vincent coming up shortly. Our, our guests have also picked a, a tune from a Somerset Band as well. I'm uh, really looking forward to our guests this week. So it's uh, Fraser Dunn and Dan Petley, who are um, well, they're musicians, they're, they're charity community workers, they're, they're performing arts people, they're, they've got a lot of strings to the boat. They're also members of the Glastonbury Bin Team, who paint all the bins. There's been a lot of love for the podcast this week. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because the weather's changed, it's getting warmer. But I've, I've had people come to me saying, oh, it's, it's really seen us through the winter. Funny enough, I've had a few messages too, which has been really lovely. So Steve Hooper's been, uh, he's been listening to the podcast and he's been texting me saying, oh, great, great show, mate. And I've not replied to any of his text messages. And then we had this Twitter exchange the other day about football. And uh, I had to ring him as a consequence of the Twitter exchange. And he goes, "Um, yeah, the reason why you've not been responding to my text messages is because I got your number in wrong. (laughs) So this poor bugger's been sat there for the last year. He's got my number wrong. He's been sending it to random people. And all of a sudden, I don't feel so bad about not inviting you to the group chat and inviting a completely random Kieran to present this week's show instead. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> Joys of Zoom. Just pick a random Kieran from my list. You can present this week. Why not? Why not? <laughs> right, we'll, um, we'll get on to, to the tune. So um, I picked a track this week. It's a few years old. It's from 2015. So ooh, six years old. It's from a Wiltshire musician, Jess Vincent. This, John, this song is as old as my snip. Thing is, you keep referencing it now, so I can't edit it out. <laughs> wow. You know, one little conversation I can edit out. If you're going to keep bringing it up, then we're just stuck, aren't we? John, that's not my problem, mate. I'm, I don't produce the show. I'm not the editor. I just sit here and chat. And if I want to talk about vasectomies, that's your problem. Thank you, mate. Right. We will. So this song is as old as my vasectomy. Kieran, do you want to tell us a bit more about Jess Vincent? She played for me once as a soloist, as Jess Vincent. She then joined Penny Red, didn't play for me ever again, but she was quite popular in devices at the Southgate and a, and a few other venues. But unfortunately, she only played for me the once. Hmm. But lovely girl. Yeah, so same here. She played uh, one year at Treefest. 
Uh, but yeah, she's she's moved uh, out of the country now. So we're following our theme of playing tracks from local artists who are no longer local. But I, I like this track just because it, it it's one of those tunes that just feels spring. I totally get that. I, I often put, I, I can feel autumn in some certain music. I feel autumnal. I feel, I feel all the seasons. I do feel all the seasons in music. So I totally get where you're coming from. So this track is Shine. Yes, from 2015. You, you keep. Oh, yes, that's right. Same age as my vasectomy. You keep playing with that record in the background, Kieran. Do you want to tell us? Um, that's product placement right there. I can see new pages. Yeah. 
Basically, I keep dropping it, and I, I'm probably going to damage it if I keep dropping it. It's New Pagans! You've been talking about this for a while. Is it, has it lived up to expectations? Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. It's exactly what I wanted um, at this moment in my life. Just a new, good quality sort of British rock band. Lyrically, I'm really, really lyrically really engaged, so I absolutely love it. They're from Northern Ireland. Um, they've got a lady singer. Uh, her name is Lindsay, and she is fantastic. She is the wife of Kathir, who is the original guitarist in, or one of the original guitarists in Jet Plane Landing. So he happens to also be Frank Turner's guitar tech. So real musical family going on there. Fantastic band. Go out and buy it. I'd love to know how you keep all of those connections in your head like that. That was flawless. <laughs> I've just been listening to the band a lot recently and chatting to them. So you are the man with a thousand and one contacts. Well, not that many. <laughs> uh, we will move on to introduce this week's guests. We've got a double feature of guests this week. It is uh, Fraser Dunn and Dan Petley, who are Bristol-based artists, musicians, performers. They, they do pretty much everything. Really lovely couple, really interesting, and their project is really worthwhile. So I'm going to see if I can involve them in any other part of Wiltshire at some point. That would be really great. Yeah. So we start by asking them about the the Brick project, which is kind of the, the main focus for, for Dan in particular. It's essentially you, you have a wall, a brick wall. People just come along and paint your own brick. And then it's on that wall forever. So it's a really nice way of getting everybody in the community um, involved. But uh, I'll, I'll let uh, Dan explain a bit more about it. It all started off quite by accident, really. I've always wanted to make public art projects and bring communities in and somehow I found myself at Hamilton House uh, in Bristol where Coexist had studios and I decided that I wanted to do some public art outside because I I was doing sort of uh, old master paintings Uh, my street name was old master and I was painting sort of renaissance and baroque imagery and I just wanted to do something a bit more permanent I guess and the 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 idea of just painting single bricks so outside Hamilton House there's about 150 single bricks in this wall and I thought if 150 different people painted one brick each that would be a far more interesting thing to look at than just an individual's large-scale piece of work through that experiment it turned out that people really respected the piece and it didn't get defaced and it meant that all of the people that make tags in the area felt that they were involved with a community project. So Yeah, and Hamilton House is in Stokes Croft, which is a kind of arts really, quarter. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe maybe now that's how it's viewed, because this was in like two thousand and eight. No, I oh, later, it, was, later. It, it was definitely <laughs> I finished in 2013, so mm. I feel like I started around. Yeah, so at that point, it was, quite, and it still is. It's quite a, it's an inner city area, and it's a bit, it's a bit gritty. There's a large homeless population there, so part of the nice thing about that first brick project that I was just involved in as a punter was that you kind of have like middle class people coming for their Sunday lunch at the yeah. canteen, painting alongside homeless people. And all, and, and all kinds of other people in between, everyone really, because, yeah. you know, people just pass through on their commute quite a lot there yeah. as well. So, yeah, part of it is to get people from all kinds of different backgrounds painting next to each other without forcing those connections. Just gently getting people to realise that they're interacting with people they might not normally interact with. And, of course, getting to see all the creative work that those people um 
produce. And the fact that they're all there, all next to each other in a permanent piece afterwards, it kind of democratizes the artwork. So it doesn't matter what your experience of art is. It doesn't matter what your experience of life is. Your brick is just as important as the brick next to it. Was it yourselves who've taken it across Europe? Or was that another team who... (laughs) So I managed to do one in Bulgaria, basically with excess paint. When I was working as a teacher in Bristol, it sort of fell into a gig economy job and I very much stopped enjoying it. I felt like I didn't really have any rights. So I, I, I found a way to work online as a writer and live in a place where I didn't have to pay rent, which was uh, looking after my friend's house in Bulgaria. So I did that for quite a few years. And while I was out there, I was developing Macclesfield Brick Project. And the leftover paint from that project, most of the paint we managed to get out to the community groups that we worked with, but loads of it was just spare. So that spare paint I took over to Bulgaria in my luggage so that I could make a brick project in uh, that village. And that turned into a currency brick project. Uh, Of course, it was all voluntary. And I I taught myself Bulgarian and I I got my teacher to help me to make a leaflet to get the whole village involved. So, yeah, that just sort of came together very naturally. Basically, the, the projects that we want to do going forward do have to be funded because it's it's so much work and we've done far too much voluntary Mm. stuff so far but uh that's that's why it's so good that we managed to get the funding from mayflower 400 in plymouth for plymouth brick project i mean we we launched the plymouth brick project on the 17th of may and that's a two-week project i've been planning it for four years and of course we were supposed to launch this time last year and yeah so it's it's kind of that year we've just been spent clinging on and working on our policies and uh, all of the behind the scenes stuff everybody look at the website and definitely look at our workshops and just send us some contact (laughs) if you're up for working with us because we're raring to go we really are (laughs) okay i'm I'm gonna hang on to this idea of um painting and organized graffiti i suppose if i could call it that to to move on to um to to one of the other things you do which is uh, volunteer at glastonbury for anyone who's been to glastonbury (laughs) and you've seen every bin has a completely different paint design on it Uh, that's you're part of that aren't you how did you get into that The original idea was uh, our improvisational band, the Tick Mice, uh, who uh, we formed in 2013. It was uh, me, Andrew Gillen and Harry Westbrook. We're not professional musicians, but uh, so like the whole idea was kind of democratizing the idea of being a focal point in a pub. Uh, At our first concert, I tattooed myself and there's always a very sort of wild atmosphere. And we recorded seven albums. All of them were sort of improvised music and then cut up and turned into almost standard albums. So we wanted to find a way to get into Glastonbury so that we could tell people that we played <laughs> Glastonbury. And believe it or not, that's the reason why we decided mm. we wanted to... But I think it was uh, Andrew, Andrew, who's sad, sadly no longer with us. He had links to the bin yeah. painting crew, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And it is he a little bit of an insider's yeah. process. So, yeah, I'm a bin painter because I 
could write on my form. I know Dan and Harry, they're bin painters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they've got, there's two bin painting crews actually. There's like a pro crew. We're not part of that. And they're on site from April. And they work under a chap called Hank, who was the original yeah. bin painter. And then the voluntary crew come on site beginning of June. And we paint about, oh, it was, it's loads, isn't it? I oh, think we work out that you have to thousands. paint like 80 bins each. Maybe it's more than that. It's probably it's, more than that. It's yeah. a ridiculous amount. It's very yeah. productive. And it's with a different design yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why Glastonbury yeah. takes three months to set up. Yeah, it's all the bin painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it is a really nice thing that happens. And there's a really nice community atmosphere there. And uh, actually, like a lot of that feeds into the way we tried to run Brick Project now. If you're in a situation where you're getting people to express themselves, but at the same time, you have to balance that with a kind of efficiency and, uh, you know, organisation. Yeah. It's about sort of still having that creative passion, still being a channel for creative passion. And I think we've learned quite a lot through doing <laughs> While that. having to, like, spend your morning in the pouring rain yeah. doing base coats and on, like, 50 really manky, rusty bins. Yeah, you've got a big glove. You can, like, rub off all the rust and the old paint from the year previous. <laughs> and obviously, if it's muddy, that bin's not very keen. And then when you've done that, you just whack on a big layer of base paint as fast as you can. And, you and roll them in the illusion of the, the dream of being like, behind the scenes at Glastonbury. Have, have you heard anything <laughs> from, from your contacts about them doing uh, any events this year? Because it, it was in the news this week that they wanted to do something. Yeah, I mean, we haven't heard anything about them wanting any bins. No. But... <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> it's probably them paid binnies, them, oh, them yeah. elite binnies that get to do any bins for these. The professional bin things. painters are. Yeah, yeah. And they're really good. If you're lucky enough to be able to go to Glastonbury, if you check out, I mean, all of the bins, check out all of the bins. But the ones near like theatre and circus particularly, you'll start to notice that they're a little bit shinier and a little bit more detailed. <laughs> Those are probably the professional bins. Yeah, it, it's either the professionals or meal phrases. Oh, yeah, of course. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted to ask you guys about was the performance art that you, you, you guys are involved with. I can't remember the name of, of your, can I call it a troupe? Uh... Yeah, sure. Um, it's called, we're called Sedated by Brick. At the moment... I knew it had brick in it. You know? It has something to do with it. Yeah, the... no, it, and we were first. Sedated by Brick were first. At the moment, we're working on an adaptation of a novel by Ursula Le Guin, a female sci-fi writer, best known for the Earthsea Chronicles. But this book is called Lathe of Heaven, and it's essentially it's about a man whose dreams change the world, literally. So he will wake up. It's not all of his dreams, but every now and again, he'll have a particularly... He calls them effective dream and he'll wake up and the world will have changed to this completely new reality. And the reality that was previously there is gone. It has been scrubbed. So this man um, starts seeing a, a sleep therapist who works out that he is indeed telling the truth and attempts to use these powers of changing the world through his dreams to his own advantage. So 
essentially he's the sleep therapist wants to make the world a better place by harnessing these dreams but he gets it badly wrong so for instance he decides he wants the main character who's called or to dream about the overpopulated world and that overpopulated world becoming less populated but the result is when all wakes up that there's been a dreadful plague and seven billion people have died and they've all lost loved ones and certain characters sometimes you know through the whole plot like appear and disappear at certain points because they're no longer around um i've just got one more thing to ask you then and that is about the track you've picked which is a, a band i'm not familiar with i'm a, uh, do you pronounce it stanley or stanley it is stanley uh, why have you picked uh, this band in particular one of the members, Bethany St- Stenning. Stenning? Yeah, Bethany Stenning. Yeah, yeah. is um, also a bin painter. So we kind of wanted to, <laughs> we kind of wanted to promote our bin paint crew. Yeah, and and exactly they're Bristol based as well. So lovely. Wonderful. Mm. Right, we'll give that a play now. Thank you. Dislocating white and 
tune we've just played is called Limbless. It's by a band called Stanley, who um, I'm personally not uh, familiar with, but I like their sound. That, that video was recorded on top of Cheddar Gorge, so lovely scenery in the background. Kieran, it is time for some news. I'm going to jump in first, if that's OK. A couple of months ago, we talked to Simon Huff from uh, Forest Live. Uh, they've sadly had to announce this week that Forest Live has been put back another 12 months. So this is the second time they've had to roll uh, the event over. The, the local site for Forest Live is Western Burt Arboretum out by Tetbury, but they do have uh, three other venues across the UK over the, the course of a weekend that the musicians tour around all, all the sites. It was due to happen uh, the weekend uh, around June the 10th, 11th, 12th, that, that weekend. And it sadly hasn't panned out. Yeah, it, it's too early in, in the government's timeframe, so they just couldn't uh, go ahead safely. So, so yeah, it's been pushed back another 12 months. Right, you, you had your own news as well, Kieran. Many, many weeks ago, we recorded six sessions for at Trowbridge Town Hall for the Trowbridge Town Hall live sessions. The last one of those goes live this Saturday. It's Gavin Osborne and the comment section is the name of the band. And they, they're kind of a comedy musical act and they're finishing the, the whole six sessions. And I think it's a really great place to finish on because they're really entertaining and fun, or he is. So that's great. But today or this week, um, we have announced Let's Swim Get Swimming, who are like an indie math band uh, indie being like really technical like type music yeah we played uh, them a couple of weeks ago i remember i remember you, you doing did a bit. that's it that's them yeah. uh we've they're gonna play the bell in bath for us on on the uh, monday it's on monday night but it's a tour so what can you do monday the 30th of august and they're playing at the bell in bath and it's gonna be super cheap to get in and a lot of fun that's a bank holiday isn't it monday 30th of august quite possibly it would be great if it was but um, we've got, because earlier that month, we've got ultrasounds at Moles on a Monday as well. So it looks like we're just going to do Mondays in August, I think, in Bath. <laughs> Something else to look forward to then. You are getting that calendar full, which is exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, John. <laughs> Doesn't take much, does it? Right. No. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, shareisolation at gmail.com. So do please feel free to get in touch. We, uh, we do enjoy listening to, to new music and there is music coming out and there are bands getting ready to to start doing whatever they they need to be doing to to be summer fit summer ready festival ready it's all looking up they're getting their beach bods ready john that's what they're doing <laughs> what 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 is the musician equivalent of getting your beach bod ready just waxing down your guitar <laughs> waxing down your strings <laughs> waxing down their strings plucking their banjos tuning everything up insert joke about g-string and we're done right thank you for listening everybody we will be same time, same John Boy. week. Don't forget, you can find previous episodes online. Just look for your uh, streaming service of choice. Cheers, Garen. See you later. Okay, bub. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.